See, that's just. Mm. I'm so unclassy, right? Our, uh, our fans expect better than that. No, they don't. <clears throat> so this was going to be the second part of a two-part episode, where me and Dan vented our frustrations about our friendship, um, the our coworkers' feelings on the female period, and how Kayla sucked on the last episode, and Dan's brother's a dick. But so uh, let's mix it up and talk about Kayla's period. (laughs) 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 uh, (laughs) Seriously, that girl can flow. What's it like? uh, What's it like, Kay? Is it uh, is it is it it like a weak fruit punch or is it full on cottage cheese and ketchup? Can you tell? (laughs) Holy shit! Oh, speaking of ruining (laughs) friendships. Buzzing. Okay, oh, so my um, goodness. <clears throat> yeah. What so, do we get uh, into? What do we go? Let me. I'm. I'm watching. I yeah, you're watch watching the peak. The, okay, we're so we're hitting the peak. 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 Stop. Okay, so we're using. God, an almost twenty year old, four track as our mixer, to go into our laptop to do the digital recording, and it is old and it is messed up. And S- speaking of old, six minutes into our recording, uh, the audio cut out. And our levels were still reading, so we couldn't tell. And uh, we lost a, a, a huge, a huge episode. We lost a really. Me and Dan, uh, you know, paved, uh, you know, paved new territory in in the way of our friendship. We, did. we broke uh, some uh, broke some barriers. Uh, we are closer now. We uh, we understand each other better. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. We're doing this in the nude now. That's how comfortable <laughs> we are with one it, another. It's uh, it's more natural feels more primal this way mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, because of my weight problem though i have what they call a buried penis <laughs> and i really just it's it's really just like a hairy uh crotch lump uh with a gigantic malformed scrotum hanging over the edge of my chair so dan has really drawn the short straw <laughs> Wow. Fortunately, this uh, this table we have between us is <laughs> it blocks en- most of it. Tall enough, yep. Because also my gut hangs over it. So, <laughs> but I'm looking at Dan's very Greek esque <laughs> Michelangelo like <laughs> yes, right. sculpted shaft, tipped with his what would make Hitler proud German helmet, <laughs> and 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 his his calfskin. Like I the quality of I his th- ball sack. I think the head of my penis is the best feature of my penis, to be honest. As I think mine is too. Mine's pretty good. It's like, yeah, it's a big old helmet. Yeah, it's a good big helmet. Yeah. Well, I, I won't lie. My dick is big around. It is. <laughs> it is really big around, but it's not very long. So I do not know what ladies like the most. Because I mean, let's face it. Uh, you know, oh, no, a, a, you've vetted quite a few <sighs> ladies. I, 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 oh, we, you know, you know, but you know what though? Uh, like only once. (laughs) (laughs) No, there's only been two chicks I've been with. That was once. And that was really because the one moved away and the other one was only banging me to make her boyfriend jealous. Well, and I was all there. I was all in on that one. But also, uh, when we started things out, uh, Okay, we were joking when we said somebody said you sucked. Uh, it was Dan's Good brother. Grief. Oh, yeah, and yeah. Uh, and well, uh, my brother's a dick, yep. so it's cool. So there you go. He didn't understand when we went when we were reading those uh, letters 
that kids wrote. And it, well, it goes to the point that my my brother-in-law brought this up as well. He goes, didn't quite know what you were talking about at first because our intros aren't very good. We just start doing stuff. We explained it. We explained it. We pre- apparently didn't. Yes, we did. I listened but, to it. Eric worked in a school. He found notes written from kids. That's all you needed to know. I think that's the best. In- I think that intro is better than what we probably did. I don't think it is. Well, okay. Agree to anyway, disagree. Well, I'll go with that because <clears throat> I don't remember. But by the way, when you get mad and you kind of like flex when you're coming at me, no shit. It's like your uh, it's like your wiener sneezed. Okay, because it's like and it like comes up and you know it's like a oh yeah we're doing this in the nude. That's like, what you're doing there. Okay, <laughs> right, right, right. It's like an attack dog. It's like, do you need me? <laughs> do you need me? No, I'm gonna lay back down. Right, right. When I was. Uh, my cousins and mine know, looks my like cousins a, know mine sw- looks like a Dotson under a blanket. When my <laughs> when my father would ever talk, I would uh, I would clench up and I would I would start to bite my tongue. I curl it and bite, you know, because my father would bring about such such rage and anger from me. I the only yeah I, I've heard your dad talk. I bite I my tongue off, you know. And see that's see this to is to keep wh- from saying something. But the thing is, Th- I'm is- not eloquent enough to go to go on and, and tell him how he's uh, how he needs to shut up. I just bite my tongue. How he's a vapid, <laughs> fucking uh, bo- boisterous uh, troglodyte who just goes on these massive tirades about nothing. Sure, it's worse than when you bloviate when you're too drunk. Oh, and that was from but the you're last bloviating, one. You're bloviating. Bloviating is incredibly a... detailed. It's almost, but it's that, almost impressive. But at the my, same time, but my bloviating is just drunk talk. It is just drunk. It's talk. it's sweet, sweet euphoric drunk talk. Because let's face I, it, I, my my drunk talk is not any more fantastic than weird, any other drunk talk. I mean, it's it's the same. It can go on. You you can ask me, hey man, what color are your shoes? And then I'll go on and on and on for an hour and a half. You will. You'll go and into then the history the, of that shoe, the, and the point, history of shoes and, itself, and then the, the the story will end with, and that's how I got bucket seats in my first truck, <laughs> and it will have nothing to do with. Right. They are blue. Correct. It's peaking, peaking, Stop. peaking. Um, so I asked Dan to keep an eye on the levels because I can't really see them all that well. We have sure some old we're equipment. Still recording. We're gonna have to update. See, and now now he's he's really just. I'm being pumped a pain because in I'm gonna go. Hole. I'm gonna get to buy something. So you gave me all this shit about uh, forgetting because I was drunk and all this about these oh, nights. Oh, the birthday to drink. The birthday podcast. Uh, no, no, yeah, yeah, okay, whatever. But because okay. uh, about oh, we just want to hang out and drink, and we're gonna do this, and we're gonna have some booze, and you wanted me to not go to church because I was just gonna stay here, and we're gonna drink. You've been here an hour and a half. You've had one beer. Yes. Is that not good enough? Uh, it's not you hanging out drinking. This is you hanging out being Dan. Well, I was just about to say I need to go get another one. So you can go get go ahead and bloviate while I get my beer. Okay. There I go. <laughs> Just a moment. Bloviate. That is that makes me sound like some sort of swollen pufferfish. Like if don't drink water, cause then you won't be drunk. Just, uh, but anyway, it's like uh, <laughs> not now you don't because uh, hydrating will not make you drunk. Oh, good Lord. Dan is sifting through a cooler. 
and he can't find the beer that he put in there. There's the pop he bought for me. There's the bologna he made for brought for sandwiches. Oh, he's got he's got mayonnaise. That's fattening. Wonder bread. It's a night of carbs, ladies and gentlemen. It's Kraft singles. That's uh, that's Dan's eclectic uh, aristocratic taste. Off-brand bologna, Kraft singles, and Wonder bread. Dan likes white foods. White foods. Normally, it's turkey, Swiss cheese, and Wonder bread. That's a lot of. And Dan's back. They Here do make Wonder Bread. Do they? But Wonder Bread is like the Baconator at Wendy's. The Baconator. If you they, if you have if a you will. if you're having a cookout and you want to make those uh, little pizzas and those cookers or the mac or the the panini. Yeah, and you know those little cooker things that you get for a campfire. Oh yes, yes. Or you want to do the peanut butter and jelly thing that you can do, or the apple pies. You get Wonder You're Bread. You're making me hungry. Wonder Bread is the best bread to do that with. But you know what you don't want to do? You don't want to buy your family Wonder Bread. I always put blueberries on my Crispix cereal in the morning. <laughs> Sometimes I tie my shoes with only one hand. <laughs> wow. Is that... I th- Impressive. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I thought we were just saying stuff. <laughs> we are. Okay. Um, Let me think here. Oh, so the story... I want to say it again about uh, the office and how... They didn't think Dan knew what periods were, and then he said that his wife said the best thing ever. Dan? Okay, yeah. Anyway, they're they're going on and on. Well, the guy was like, it's it's nearly my... Uh, it's our anniversary coming up. Let me, let me abbreviate. But aunt... Let me do it better. I can do it better. Can you? Okay. The guy... I'm only this part, then you got to go with the... the this is what the, the adult man... Not the child intern that, like, the special needs kid who just empties garbage, but the, the adult man. Pubic hair, car payment, life insurance, premiums, all that nonsense. He says this to Dan. But, Dan, my, my wife's aunt is visiting. Is visiting. The week of anniversary. our anniversary. Yeah, my, yeah. My, my wife's aunt and that's all he said. Yeah, he didn't say Aunt Flo. Uh, to me, that would. But he, but to he, me, that but would he emphasized aunt. He's like her aunts. Yeah, visiting. and to me, that would say, oh, she really likes her aunt. <laughs> but but we and I got and I'm like I I give him the confused look because I'm like he's talking about his aunt, you know, the, the period, right? The woman, the woman's period. Yeah. He goes. And then someone's like, "No, you said this is what you said last time. You were like, and I, um, I, I got that he was talking about her period, but I don't think my coworkers got that I knew he was talking about her right, period. Right. They thought because, I was an idiot because I said to them, "Oh, you mean her period? Because or no, you said what you said was Aunt Flo. I, right? I looked at him and I said, "Oh, you mean her Aunt Flo, right? And then a woman yes. that you work with looked at you and said, "Dan, he means." Her period. Yes. So yeah. they had to clarify that. Yeah, and I go, I, I understand that. I understand that. I just don't understand why you guys couldn't have relations around that time. And, uh, and of course, maybe he doesn't like it. You know, she, you know, he goes, some women find it uncomfortable to have relations during that, that time period. I go, oh, okay, I guess. Uh, 
I I was led to believe that it's actually a better time, maybe. The way but, you're laying this out, I imagine this guy says has every conversation as if he were like either a motivational speaker, really <laughs> like bringing his excitement level down to really hit the point home, or he is a reporter on one of those hipster shows on NPR where they tell every story as if they were adorably befuddled uh-huh. by what's going on. Yeah. yeah. Like Ira Glass, where he's like, and just when she thought the problem was over, turns out it wasn't. <laughs> I'm Ira Glass. And then, you know, but go on. So what was your retort? So my retort was, well, let me let me tell you folks a story. Because, and I Here's go. Here's how little I know about the period, bitches. <laughs> I go, well, my, I brought it up before my wife was, she started her, uh, her monthly. And uh, I go, uh, I go, eh, and, and she actually came to me. He's like, do you, you know, let's have sex. I'm he like, was but- heading to pound town. He saw the red flashers. And, <laughs> Whoa, he put the brakes on. <laughs> Back it up. And it's beep, beep, <laughs> beep. That's gay. <laughs> Go on. Uh, so I'm like, butt sex then, right? Uh, <laughs> but. Uh, <laughs> so she pegged me. But. Uh, <laughs> but I. Uh, so I begin to tell him the story. I go. I go, I wasn't really into it because I just thought, I think it's a bit of a mess and all this stuff. I just don't want to bother with it. <laughs> You got to put a towel down, things like that. You know, you got to get out the good tarp and then expensive <laughs> baby lotion. So uh, the good tarp. So I tell him this, and I'm like, "But my wife goes, well, Dan, um, you like your steaks bloody, don't you?" And <laughs> they that shut everyone down that's immediately. Like the best line. Ever. It is the best line ever. I was so impressed by it. I was both disgusted and amazed by it. I was just like, "That's." She does come up with some doozies from you time know what, time. honey? That just su- I do. <laughs> just nom nom nom. Let's do this. <laughs> that surprised the shit out of me, but but they. And were, I was going to ask you if you wanted to go to Steak and Shake, <laughs> get me a bowl of chili cheese fries, and I'm already there. <laughs> That's. I just associated a bloody vagina with uh, one of America's finest uh, chain eateries. You're making me hungry again. I know, right? I'll tell you what. You know what I do have? I do have some fine uh, whole wheat buns, whole wheat sub buns. I have some garlic herb turk chicken. I have some... Do you have peanut butter? I have honey peanut butter. Oh, that's all right. Oh, you like that? Oh, yeah. Okay, then you know what I'll do? Because you're watching your weight, we'll grill it. We'll I'm, pe- I'm not watching it that well here. Well, but we'll put the peanut lately. butter on the low-carb pita, and we'll put that in the grill. For oh, you. yeah, that's good. Yeah, the pita. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, <laughs> all right, Braffum, Braffum, Braffum. Braffum. <laughs> the ki- so I went to work. <laughs> went to what work. What was that? What was the kiffum? Went to work today, and uh, the the girl brought her two kids with her from uh, nine to noon. <clears throat> so we got to deal with these kids. Yeah, you're you're lighting it perfect. I. You make you piss me off. I can't light a cigar why with do a you shit. Sh- why do you shake? Why do I shake? Has because you know what? Something to do with. I want to say 
the S word, but I can't. Um, <laughs> uh, that we're not allowed to talk about anymore. We're not. No. What us here or society? Uh, to uh, to our fans, the podcast, all seven of the uh, three, two of them, maybe. You tried to kill yourself once, and no, I never tried to kill sh- myself. Oh, never. Tried the only to kill thing we're myself. not allowed to talk about is sui- oh, that was right, another thing. Right. We were Why at- do you shake, Dan? Because I'm suicidal. I don't know what I shake because uh, I did go to a doctor once asking about that, and he just goes, eh, "Your nerves are just uh, wrenched wound up, up, wound up a little tighter than most." So, because mm. you know, you know why I wonder. This My is a bro- really good people, cigar. People point it out to me, and I, I, just, yeah, that's I don't rude. care anymore. It's but really it, rude. But the reason I ask, and I don't mean to interrupt you, this is a legitimate thing. But it's been sort of a thing for a long time. So The reason I ask is because towards the end of my dad's life, he started shaking like that. Okay. Like really bad. He had really bad ataxia. Like he was trying to show me how to clean one of his handguns once. He was trying to get this piece in, and the reason I say ataxia is because it was exactly It's worse like in the, my left hand. The the harder he tried hand. to not shake, the more he shook. Yes. And, uh, and it got him so mad and everything, and I, I, I tend to worry about my own health whenever I do shake, Yeah. which isn't very often, but... And I ask my mom, I'm like... If I watch my left hand shake, I'll, it'll actually start shaking worse if yeah. I actually start thinking about it more. So I have to wonder but if it's thing- more mental... If it truly is, the thing that gets me about my dad's shaking is me and my mom have had a conversation about you know how I'm an adult, I can handle family secrets. I want to know. She even busted out on me that my uncle, my dad on my dad's side, uh, liked to dress up like a woman to bang women. You know, mm-hmm. he liked it was is a weird thing. And gotta my, try that. My fucking grandparents put him in a, a nut house and got him all kinds of. And I'm just like, oh, okay, why? And my mom's like, Sounds well, it was, it was it was horrible behavior. And I'm like, no, it's not. I was like, all he liked to do was he put on high heels and like a a black tutu. And then he had sex with women. Yeah. Even if he had sex with men, who cares? I was like, and she's like, well, you know, with you, boy. And I'm like, I was like, screw us, boys. I was like, how often do we hang out with him? I didn't fucking know he did that. Yeah. I was like, he may have he may have done that, but he 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 sheltered us from it. To the point where I have no idea. I mean, yeah. Oh, I can't attest. I can't. Uh, I, I I can't talk about the man he was. All I knew is the man, or you know, I can't. I can't talk about what I didn't witness. All I can talk about is the man I knew, and the man I knew would have walked through fire for me. Mm-hmm. He he, and and she was like, oh well, oh, yeah, you handled that better than I thought you would. I was like, yeah, it's just. I was like. That's that in the scale of perversion. That's like the least offensive thing I can think of that somebody does. Yeah, I mean, I like even a pinky if, up my butt. I e- mean, even if he was still don't alive, don't have to lock to, me up, people. Even, even if he was still alive today, I would have no problem with getting him pink furry handcuffs for his birthday. <laughs> I mean, he was a good guy, and I knew if if any you know if need be, he would fight a lion for me. That's all I needed to know about my uncle. So then, in realizing that whole story, whenever I ask my mom about my dad's shaking, she shuts it down. She's like, "Is a is a is a completely different medical issue." So, uh, do you want uh, you want Parmesan on that spaghetti? And I'm like, "Mom, <laughs> we're uh, we're making chicken soup. What, what what what's going on? Uh, yeah. 
do you want some soup and two? What was with the shaking? And she's like, I don't know what you're. T- Who's your father? I don't know. I mean, <laughs> you were conceived by the devil. I sat on a toilet in a park once. Uh, you don't have a father. Do you guys? What? Da, da, da. Yeah. So that's what always makes me wonder about shaking. I'm uh-huh. like, is there something I'm missing? I looked it up on the internet once. Yeah. Who knows? Well, I know. I know that's a thing. People. People say other people are wound more tight. Do you find it goes away when you're drunk, or when you're really? Have you ever? Have you ever? Have you ever smoked weed? Have you ever taken weed for it? Because weed calms people down. That reminds me. I want to try. What was that drug I wanted to try? I don't know. Oh, LSD. Well, I want to try LSD, but I wanted to try. Uh, I brought it up. Well, you were too drunk. Dang it! See, that's the thing. I brought it up when you were drunk. Don't blame me for forgetting things that you want to do. You have the great memory. Um, but it's something you want to do. I know. It's, You're telling uh, me if it's, I uh, want to learn to mountain climb, and then I tell you that one day, I'm like, Dan, I want to learn to mountain climb. And What's then the drug made out of later, cactus? What's the drug made out of cactus? Oh, uh, uh, peyote. That's peyote. What's the other one? There's another one that's... <laughs> that's uh, oh, now you're shit. blaming me for forgetting shit I didn't oh, even know existed God. anyway. But it's uh, the drug is... The guy described it as being something that... Oh, it was forced, one of those that forced you to Joe Rogan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's actually it was uh, uh, Adam Carolla, the guy he was talking to. A guy uh, runs a company called On It, and uh, this is a really good cigar. Good. Is good. it the same as the one you? I don't no, think so. They're Yours different. Is... I got a whole like variety pack, is what I did. I just grabbed one out mm. of each bin. I wish my I wish my cutter thing here was better quality, but it did a really good job. That's what that's the thing. I'm not getting anything in my mouth. No, you did it right. I totally. Mine looks like a just a no, but, like a torn up looking hot dog. But that's how it is. You chew on them. A lot of people chew on them. Yeah. What was it? What was it? Oh, the drug I want to try. But anyway, it's a uh, peyote. Something. I think we're going to get two tonight. We're going to do it tonight, and we're going to do one more after this. I think. I think oh, one more podcast. Yeah, I think okay. we've got the fire. I think we've. Okay. I think we've got the momentum. I want to try that because it, it makes you confront death. Holy shit, it's only been 20 minutes. Well, sure. I thought it's been like 45. But he described the drug making you... Uh, making you confront death? Confront That's death. weird. Yeah, it was weird. He goes, it, not only did it make him confront death one time, but it made him... It told him that he was worthless. <laughs> and he was so he was so worthless that he was... He was borrowed water from the ocean, and the ocean forgot he even existed. Like, how's, wow, how's that sound? A, that's a beautiful analogy. It <laughs> is quite an analogy, but that's what he thought like of. Like somebody but, borrowed him from the ocean, and the ocean forgot. Yeah, the ocean forgot that you... That they even borrowed him. Right, right. He's just water from the ocean, and the Why ocean Why couldn't you forgot. have done that with my down payment on the car? So... <laughs> <laughs> no, I paid but him But I back. find I, that interesting. I, 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 Matt I, did wonderful. I paid him back. You did pay me back. I gave him all my taxes. Yeah. <laughs> a year later, though. I mean, come on. Yeah, well, I was hard up for money at the time. Too, hardly so. near, hardly. I <laughs> neither here nor there. It is. Let's yeah. water under the bridge. You know what's, you know what's coming up though, Dan. Monster Fest coming up. You coming to Monster Fest? Should be good. I think I saw your art on Instagram. It's got like a big. Uh, is it a big bug? It's a big monster. Okay. It's a big. I don't want to tell you what it is. It'll ruin the. It'll ruin. The, it's a mollusk. That movie's about <laughs> that movie's about big snails. <laughs> so good, pretty frightening. It's so good, pretty frightening. Those mollusks, mm-hmm. yeah. And it's is called a snail a mollusk. 
A mollusk no. is out of the ocean or something, isn't it? Yeah, but they're kind of like snails. I mean, they got shells and shit. I don't know. Okay. But this is about giant snails, and it's called the creature, the cha- the monster that challenged the world. Okay. What it should have been called was the monster that challenged like 80 feet of beach in a man-made lake in the middle of Nevada. Huh. That'd be a, that'd takes, be a bigger poster. Yeah, it'd be <laughs> a pretty wordy poster. <laughs> it takes place on the Salton Sea. The Salton Sea? Yeah. Okay. You know what that is? Uh-uh. You don't? When they were when they were um, damming rivers and shit for the Hoover Dam or something like that, they accidentally dammed, if I'm getting this right, they accidentally dammed the wrong river or the wrong spot. Mm-hmm. And in the Great Salt Flats area or whatever, all this water fucking rushed out there and it made this gigantic sea. And, um, I mean, huge. Like, you couldn't even see across it. You know, it's big. And because humans are fucking dumb, uh, a town sprung up. This is in the 40s and 50s. Okay. Massive uh, publicity about prime real estate. Great suburbs and home. They they fucking built all these homes and businesses and everything. It was a thriving community, a thriving beach community. Not fucking realizing this thing is not supposed to be here. The sea is not supposed to be not supposed to exist. Okay. So for like five, I think maybe like ten years, everything's great, and then it starts drying up. And I mean, there's you can look at photographs of like massive, like you know, twenty foot long boats. Just stuck in a desert, okay. Because the sea has receded that much, and it's gone down to almost a ghost town now. Oh, this place still exists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it still exists, but I think the sea is much, 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 much smaller than he. And 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 the thing is, is I'll read things from environmentalists that are like, "Here's proof of global warming. The Salton Sea has receded like twenty three feet in six months." And I'm thinking, of course it does. Yeah, the salt sea is not supposed to fucking be there. That's like going out in your yard and getting upset when a mud puddle starts to dry up in your driveway. You know, it's a man-made accident. It's a total accident. But that's where it takes place because there was like a naval base there and all this nonsense. But it's a good setting for something. Yeah, I remember the last podcast that uh, we couldn't record. We were talking about women's orgasms. Remember that the women's orgasm? Oh, you mean the la- like an the hour pod- ago? Yeah, the podcast we couldn't record. And, okay, hold on, I'll give a backstory because it was I brought it up. Yeah, the backstory was there is a documentary out now by I believe her name is Gabrielle Anwar. She was on Burn Notice. She's the girl that Al Pacino dances with in Scent of a Woman. Her and a friend of hers who I think is like a sex therapist or something, but. They're doing this documentary called Sexology, and what it is is it's about the mystery of the female orgasm and Uh what the two of them actually set up in the trailer when they're told that the problem with a female orgasm is that men don't know how to stimulate a woman. They counterpoint with... Women don't know how to stimulate women because not enough women, because apparently every vagina is totally fucking different, and not enough women experiment thoroughly enough to figure out what gets them across the finish line and communicate that with somebody else. So they're making this documentary, 
where, according to one of them, they go to every sex therapist that the one lady knows in order to figure out the proper way. And it sounds actually sounds very fascinating. It's got mm-hmm. one of the sexiest posters I've ever seen in my life. But, okay, so that's that's the backstory. That's all yeah. we said. But here's Dan's point. Oh, well, I'd come across some information saying that uh, women had a hard time uh, admitting the fact that they they orgasm during rape. So clearly, the the best orgasm comes from rape. <laughs> yeah, we brought that up, and then I brought the whole thing up about men being raped, and it's yeah. And actually, ra- that's actually you know that what I didn't bring up in the last podcast is with men being raped. Um, the women that rape them or whoever rapes them uses their erection as their defense. Yeah, they're like, well. If he didn't want it, he wouldn't have been hard. But as we said in our last one that didn't record, uh, you, you know, men of a certain age, especially in your 20s, I mean, they rub up against a file cabinet working their way through a storage room. They'll get a boner. Yeah. But then the, and, then, and then the rapists who rape women, if the woman has an orgasm during the rape, they use that as their defense. Right. They're like, well, she didn't want it. Why did she orgasm? And it's like, well, regardless. Yeah, that's ridiculous. You're a fucking animal who who doesn't need to be walking around in society. And, you know, that's... (laughs) No, no. And this is going to be completely... Take him out back and shoot him in the face. My dad was always like, whenever he heard about a rapist, he's like, he'd always, he would be like... The world would be a lot simpler if we just took every rapist out in the woods, nailed their dick to a tree, and gave them a dull hacksaw and said, make the decision, <laughs> and then just left them there. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I guess that yeah. would be it. But um, my dad, my dad, I watching the news. Growing up, we watched the news every night. We watched the news every night. Yes. Uh, At nauseum. Dan Rather. 7.30. Eight Tom, o'clock. Tom, Tom Brokaw, actually. I just remember we watched news and then we'd watch MASH. Yeah. So it was a rerun yeah. of MASH. That's yeah. what we watched every yeah. night. But we were, we were, yeah. It's <clears throat> and my dad would today hate the news, but he we watched the news all the time as a kid. And I re- and what the hell is what what point was I trying to make? My God, you're getting drunk. Oh, but just but yeah. But often he would go. We we just need to take them out in the street and have them shot shoot them out in the street and, and it got to a point where i'm like man the streets would be full of blood if my dad were running <laughs> things you know there'd be a well, lot of dead bodies in the street you know the way i i'll tell you though that's that's one of the reasons why i've been since since the moment i found out about serial killers and i don't mean this in a, a douchey chick with black eyeliner i love serial killers and i wrote jeffrey Dun- blah 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 no, the thing that fat, and this is why I've always said, if I had it to do over again, I would probably go into psychology, because it just fascinates me that you just don't want to make money, do you? <laughs> no, yeah, because no psychiatrist ever fucking makes money, Dan. I don't think they do. Two hundred dollars an hour? Are you well, fucking nuts? I think you're talking about something else there, but go no, on. I'm not. I think you're talking about something. Yeah, else. I might be, because they were literally just talking about. I heard uh, on a podcast they were talking about the best paid and, you know, the best paid careers start, like, the best paid is up there in, in engineering and the lowest paid is down around psychology and stuff. That's so, a total fucking load of shit. 
Well, because again, they say they say teachers are amongst the lowest paid, and I guarantee you there are teachers in this area that are making upwards of one hundred ninety-five thousand dollars a year. But you're talking about what teachers or like teachers? Uh, all right, math teachers. Okay. Very well. Yes, math teachers. But anyway, I was always, I, I, I would I would go into that because I would want to study it. the fact that. The ability to see somebody, another human being, as a complete and utter expendable piece of trash. Mm-hmm. Just that mindset. You're talking a sociopath. Or a serial killer. Yep. Or a rapist who is like, all I want to do is come, and I think I'll do it on or in that person. No regard to the ramifications of that person's life, no regard to the fact that what you are doing to satisfy your basic animal need is going to fuck that person up for 40 to 50 years. You just don't care. Mm-hmm. You don't care. You're Because, again, I mean, a wolf goes after a baby deer. They don't care. They have a need. They're going to fill it. They don't care. Those those guys are fucking animals. They uh-huh. are fucking animals, and and that's the thing. I, I it fascinates me. Like, how is a human being born like that? Like, and there are sociopaths who just use that ability to be good at business or something like that. But then there are sociopaths who use that ability to eat people. Yeah, you know, and it just it's. I would like to know how two people, two sociopaths, born, <clears throat> and one one goes one way to the point where he's like. Uh, I just want to get money from people, so I'm going to lie to them and tell them whatever I got to to get them to buy this house, this insurance, this car, this stereo, this fucking cell phone, this plot of land, or these seeds for their corn. I don't care. And then if they have a problem with it, that's that's not my problem. I, I, I don't even care. They're a means to an end. And then there's the other sociopath who takes the path who's like, I want to see what's inside a person, and I'm going to use that person and that person or that person, and I don't care. You know, there's that whole thing. Mm -hmm. How is somebody born and made a sociopath, and when do they branch off Mm -hmm. to, I can make a comfortable living with this ability, or I can bathe in human blood and make lampshades out of old people's skin. Okay. You know, like, when do they, when do they, uh, it's fascinating. It's fascinating. You betcha. Yeah, there we go. Did I did it derail? <laughs> I don't know what happened there. I th- I thought I was I thought I was opening up to you. Did you? Was that? Could you see my erection? Was that? <laughs> <laughs> now I'm looking for some of the because I've been bombarding you with like let's talk about this, let's talk about that. How far along are we here? Uh, about 35 minutes. 35? We're getting close. We got like 10. Are we going to talk about how women are awful to work with? Yes. Let's save that for the you next You want to save one. that for the next yes, podcast? Because that that would piss be, off some people. Yeah. And that will be a fucking hour long thing. Will it? We got ten, Yeah. It's not going to be 10 minutes because that's all we got. So. Mm, mm, stop looking. <laughs> I got something for 10 minutes. Put this down. Put this okay. down. Put it down. I'm just reading stuff. It's cracking me up. Okay. What did you say salesmen say? 
people buy things on emotion and then they justify it later. Oh, yeah. Well, that's yeah. That's sort of a rule. We uh, we do most everything emotionally. We make decisions emotionally, and then we justify it later intellectually. We do a lot of things like that. Then help me out here. My birthday was last Sunday. I got into a car accident. Destroyed the yeah, driver's right. Destroyed the driver's side front end of my car. Headlight is shoved up under my plastic grill. <clears throat> the car is still dry. Still, the car drives like a dream. Still drives smooth, straight as an arrow. Because the guy's bumper just hooked my thing and ripped it. Okay, but my, I have a thousand dollar deductible. Okay, so your car is worth twelve hundred dollars, right? I don't know. My thing is, is I don't want to do what you said. I do not want to say I'm going to buy a new car and just do it emotionally, and then. So I've been trying to go about this practically, and I, okay, I, 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 want, I want you. I want you. Oh, I want no, no, no. Don't say, "Oh boy!" I'll, I'll walk you through my process, and then okay. you tell me if it's just purely emotional or if I have a point. Okay. 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 Well, headlights out. Headlights gone. Destroyed. Mm-hmm. It's not like I can get a new headlight bulb and then duct tape my headlight in place. All that shit was taken out of the car. So, I make $9 an hour. I have no hope of coming up with $1,000 anytime soon. That would, I mean, I got shit I got to do, and I can't worry, especially now that winter's coming. It's getting dark soon. I can't worry. I have events I'm going to have to start working at the theater. And I saw a variety of Amazon boxes on your kitchen table, so you clearly bought a bunch of stuff. Yeah, I live here with two other guys. But I'm go messing ahead. with you. Go I'm ahead and blame those on you me. You know I'm, I'm messing, uh, so anyway, bringing up an older story. So, <laughs> so anyway, here's my... Clearly your priorities <laughs> are not in place, Matt. Why did you buy all that fleshlight lube if you knew <laughs> that you bought $800? What, anyway, here's, here's, here's my thought process. 40% off. You can't beat that deal. <laughs> Some people are saying, well, it would be cheaper to just fix the headlight. It would be, but just because it's cheaper does not make me $1,000 richer. Plus, plus, do I put $1,000 into a car that after that's done, I'm going to have to fix a leak in my rack and pinion steering, which is $500, mm-hmm. a CV shaft, mm-hmm. new brakes and an alignment, mm. a new muffler, I have to worry about the fact that the passenger side front window and driver's side rear window don't go up and down. The stereo's broken. The CD player doesn't work. And the radio station maybe gets one station within like a 200-yard radius in downtown Coldwater. Um, and, and all of that. So there's that. To where I'm thinking if I go to that dealership and mm-hmm. tell them I only I can only free up 160 bucks a month put $200 down and I know you will give me $1000 in any condition trade in on my car now I've done some research Jeep Patriots like Clovis's out here uh-huh. they sell they sell used the year they came out which is now like 4 or 5 years ago something like that okay they sell used for six grand, okay, which is eleven $1, hundred dollars cheaper 
than what I paid for that car. And my payments for that car were $214 a month. Okay. So do you think it would be stupid for me to set up, you know, the deferring of my cell phone payment as I've talked to you and then go and try and look for another car? Or should I just limit my driving over the next six to eight months, save up the grand and get that headlight fixed? No, you're you're definitely getting into the point where you're going to have to look at something else. Okay. Especially with all those problems. Do you think I'm dumb to think I could get something for... Because, I mean, they've got one. They've the, the dealership that I went through before, yeah. they've got one of those Jeep Patriots. Okay. I saw it on their website. I looked up the year and the options, and I, and I looked it up at another dealer. The other dealer was selling it for, like, sixty-one twenty-five. Okay. And, again, that's about 1100 bucks less than what I paid for the car I'm driving. Okay. And, again, my payments were 214 a month. Have so, you actually talked to them yet? No, because I wanted to do a bunch of research and think it over. Again, I don't want to go into it emotionally. Okay. So I've been thinking this through, and I well, wanted to bounce it off somebody that I knew would have the cold, analytical personality uh, that could look at me and say, you're fucking stupid, fix that car, and be on with your life. You do, you do paint a picture of a car that's pretty much shot to hell. So, yeah. I mean, you're you're getting pretty close to. You might as well look at at least go talk to them about a different car. Oh, oh, and I haven't told you, there's a massive water leak in the trunk to the point that the uh, res the well in the trunk that holds the spare tire jack and everything uh, holds standing water, and the jack and the crescent wrench. Oh, so that's why it's all rusty. You thought it might have been a. Uh, it might have been a flooded car when, in fact, it's just a leaking car. It's a leaking car, yes. Okay. Oh, that's I remember I, that. Yeah, I that's thought, where all that rust came from. Right. I thought it was. Uh, I thought car. it was. Uh, yep. That there's a point. I thought the car was submerged. Yeah. But it wasn't. It's just. But a when really I checked, yep, because because when I checked at that time when I needed a spare tire, <laughs> yeah, and it was all rusty. It was bone dry, and then three months later, when I put when I went to go put everything back together, there was water. There was three inches of standing water in it. Because the car is pretty much worthless, it sounds like. Because if you trade it in, it's just... They're, they're probably going to They're just giving you scrap. The, right. They're just giving you the bare minimum. Even though if you were a dude who worked on cars and your son or daughter needed a car, that'd be an awesome car to give them. Because if you knew what you were doing and you had the money, you could do all the work on that thing yourself at home. You could, yeah, for most part. But I don't have a lift. I don't have a floor jack. I don't have the knowledge. And I don't have the tools. Yeah, you could do the CV and the brakes pretty easy. The rack and pinion, I don't know so no, much about. No, the rack and pinion, I don't know. Even think if you so. replace the rack and pinion, you still have to go get it aligned and everything done correctly. So that would scare me. The head, no, the, the alignment. Headlight, the headlight, you can... You can jank something up, you know. To you make could it jank, work. but but that's the thing. In order to jank something up with the headlight, you'd have to have a working knowledge of electrical systems, because there are bare wires. Because oh, because the whole thing, the what happened was the 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 truck that I cracked, um, because 
long story short, I mean, it was my fault. I'm not trying to say it wasn't, but it also happened. It happened at this light. You never want to say that. Well, <laughs> you, you do. <clears throat> you do. I mean, I turned right at a red light. When traffic, I mean, was he's coming. he didn't claim anything, right? He don't he didn't care. Uh, he said there was all. He repeatedly said there was almost no damage done to my truck, and I took pictures of the area that hit me. And the and he told the officer he caught the back bumper of my truck. Okay, so and, and I got pictures. I got pictures of the area while while the 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 fender behind the rear tire before the bumper is dented in. It has this those like. Do you remember those mesh patches, fiberglass patches that you would put on stuff before you bondoed it? Sure. But people didn't know how to use them. They didn't know to put them on the back side of the fender okay. before they bondoed. This guy put him on the outside of the fender to bondo it. Oh, he's got a beater old truck. Yeah. So oh, okay. he put those patches on so the So he didn't care. Well, that's the thing, it wasn't his truck. <laughs> okay. That's why that guy that guy's more fucked than me. But anyway, my point is the the fender behind the tire between the the bumper and the back tire where I hit him is those fiberglass pat those fiberglass strips with Bondo over it. If I'd have hit that, that Bondo would have been shattered. It would have cracked because Bondo is not tough. Bondo's horrible. Okay. It'll shatter if you bump it with a Nerf ball in the winter. So I took a picture of that area of his truck. Okay. I took three pictures. So he can't come back. And, and plus, it's no fault state. My insurance is current. If he wants to come back and go, you actually fucked my truck up royal, I can say, well, talk to your insurance company. It's a no-fault state. The accident was my fault. We were both we were both covered. I get the points. I get the increase in premiums, but you can't, you know. Oh, he can't get you. No, that's the point of a no-fault that, state. That's a no-fault state. Okay. Okay, well. But, again. So it doesn't really matter. No, no. Okay. The so only way it would matter is if my insurance is- wasn't current. Okay. Because no fault, no fault is negated by if you get into an accident, it's deemed to be your fault. You're just covering yourself, and you don't have insurance. Then they make it your problem. And okay. this is all very boring. Yeah, it we're is. We're going to hit the theme song. I'm going to ask Dan what he thinks, and then we're going to come right back. I am so sorry. I am so sorry. This whole thing turned into such a. A boring shit fest. <laughs> Good lord! If you're still listening, this uh, thank podcast you. is being bondoed together as we speak. Uh, oh. Pooping farts and boobs, there's no pooping farts and boobs. Oh yeah, pooping farts and boobs, there's no pooping farts and boobs. Yeah, poops and farts and boobs. Pooping fart and boobs. We gotta do something to apologize to him. Oh my god. Um, poop, fart and boobs and stuff. Pooping farts and boobs. Oh. Get it. Oh. Get it. Oh. Get it. Oh. Give me, give me one, Dan. Give me one here. Give me a scat. You fucking disappoint whenever I... Got it. I'm, I'm counting on you to give me a liver one day. Or you can... I'm Matt. I'm Dan. Blah. Oh.